Hi, my name is Anvisha Nath. Welcome to What Fits to Sleep in association with Michael. I'm a 17-year-old student here at Jamara College and I'm the head of innovation. So we're transitioning from season one to season two. Season two will be taking place here in the studio in Jamara College where I'll be hosting different students from different committees across my school where they'll come and talk about topics across Gen Z like let's say the environment or AI and technology. So those are just some examples of what we'll be discussing going forward and uh, welcome to the podcast. My name is Anvishanath and I'll be your host today. This is the innovation team. I'm Veer Tiltides. I'm Mustafa. I'm Rayan Hussain. Let's just define what generative AI is and innovation. Generative AI basically refers to artificial intelligence that has the ability to create content, whatever form, whether it be text through large language models such as ChatGPT and Bard that Google has that we all use on a daily, that most of us are using now on a daily basis. There's also image, so image generators like DALI and uh, Midjourney can be used to generate images and also audio, like uh, videos can be generated using AI. To define innovation, I think it's to create, it's to build and to advance. And mm -hmm. if you look at these three words, they're all synonyms of each other. I think that innovation is the process by which we, we build, we advance, we advance into the future and beyond. What are some fundamental problems within AI? One of the main focuses, because it's such a pressing issue right now, is ethics within AI. AI uses uh, data sets that are inherently biased, because like, if you're using past data, that data has uh, seen lots of biases that have like, uh, been sort of transformed into the AI model. In terms of ChatGPT and these other resources that we use, one of the main ethical issues is that the way that these um, tools can be utilized, right? So you have like people who are uh, like kind of using AI to their advantage in school and that's seen like, okay, that are, is our education system going to have to completely change because AI is kind of doing the job that kids should do themselves. AI should be used in collaboration. Students use, should use that to uh, make their education experience more like convenient. They shouldn't use it to like do things for them, like write essays. They should use it to be inspired. And uh, Khan Academy, probably the world's largest uh, educational platform, is actually using generative AI tools like ChatGPT like heavily in their like teaching process. There is, there is a manipulation of AI, and AI yeah. is, a, is a beautiful piece of algorithm, and, and we, should, we should know that and identify that there's a fine line between using it because of its beauty or, or using it for our, for our advantage. Mm -hmm. Can we talk about the uses of AI within our education system? So within AI, we can create adaptive platforms. Every student has different learning pathways, different abilities. AI can be used, for example, in real time to manage or to organize a, a lesson that's primarily dedicated to a person. It could be optimized for the best possible learning experience. That could be all done by a, a single touch or a single command. The, the features of AI go beyond just about creating learning pathways. It also helps students with learning barriers. A group of Stanford students, they're basically creating like Google Glass, how you can put your phone and you can like see like a different world. They're creating, they created a facial like landmark model that allows like uh, ch children with autism detect facial emotions. Like if I'm smiling, they can like see from the, the facial landmark models able to detect whether a person's smiling or angry. So that can help students. Since AI can simulate hours and hours, something that might take months to actually do in like a matter of days or minutes or hours, it can be used to tr actually train people. So you can simulate different events that might not be possible in the real world or difficult to actually perform in the real world in like seconds. And you can see, okay, how, this is how we've 
created a character and our character can do this task, like for example, maybe a firefighter in a specific scenario that is very difficult to set up or expensive to set up in a simulated world. And they could, you know, okay, this is what the AI does based on like the, the uh, information it's received. Like, and we can actually learn from the AI. We can see, okay, this is the most efficient, effective way of doing something. We can actually learn from that. So it's kind of education and training and, you know, different things mixed into one. How do you think it's going to change in the future? I think that AI and what it's limited by right now and what could happen in the future is the fact that artificial intelligence, it is much grander than our intelligence, of course. And they're trying to mimic how the brain is connected, how the neural networks work into an algorithm that is artificial intelligence to mimic how the brain structure is. And I think that's uh, quite a interesting topic in the future as well for AI. A lot of people, their main fear about AI is that it's going to like overtake humans and like sort of like lead to this sort of inevitable destruction of like human creativity. There's actually two different types of AI. So there's artificial narrow intelligence and artificial general intelligence. Mm -hmm. So artificial general intelligence is the thing that people are afraid of, like robots that could do everything that a human can do. But what they don't realize is that that general AI is a very small part of like AI in general and narrow, like it focused on doing a specific task like chat GPT, like mm -hmm. generating text. Like that doesn't possess many as much of like a danger to humans as like uh, general AI. Certain jobs just cannot be replaced by AI, no matter how advanced, how smart the AI is. Something that requires a, a human to human connection, like therapy or nursing or like communication with children, that's not a bond you can have between a robot and a human. That's only something that can be achieved between two humans who are sympathizing and empathizing with one another. It will, of course, replace some jobs. I yeah. mean, the finance industry will be taken over. And um, I think the engineering industry, not necessarily taken over, but the processes by which you streamline production, manufacturing, design, creation, it'll become more easier, I guess, more easier and more streamlined and more efficient. But those jobs that are being taken by AI actually create new jobs because the AI itself in its development, in its, you know, thriving, it needs, it needs some kind of person to make it. So it's a field that's growing so much. So although there are jobs that are being taken by, by AI that humans currently do, the other jobs that it's creating, I think, actually balances that out. Right now, we're running on just regular computers. So the best supercomputers in the world can only do so much with what we have. But with the introduction of quantum computing, I think that the world of AI will completely change. The ability to train data will become so easy and so efficient that the complexity and you know, intelligence of the AI will like, it will just completely defeat the norms of the world today and jobs will be changed. Um, uh, like different things will be completely different to how they are now. Like the way the world operates, we'll just have to adapt to that, the new quantum computers as well. Yeah. Thank you so much for giving your inputs on AI. Um, it's a lot of information and knowledge. So you can introduce yourselves one more time. Yeah, so I'm Virtual Sidas and I'm the head of AI. I'm Mustafa, the head of innovation. And I'm Ryan, Head of Technology Solutions. And I'm Anwisha Nath. I'm Head of Innovation as well, in association with Maiko and What Fits to Steve. We're live from Jumeirah College, signing out. Thank you. Thank you.